0: Welcome to the Overcomer Project podcast where I talk about nutrition, mindset, and mental health and how they all intersect with each other to create wholeness in your life. I'm Jeanette, a certified life and health coach and I help women that are suffering from anxiety and PTSD learn how to eat healthier so that at the end of the day they can be happier and better manage their symptoms. Welcome to episode three Thank you so much for coming back to listen to this episode. It means so much to me that you would actually come back and listen. I hope you all had a really happy Thanksgiving. Mine was very low key. It was nice not to have so many plans and not have to bounce from place to place. I'm an introvert and having too many plans and expectations placed on me really drains my energy and gives me a lot of anxiety because I only go to these places because I have to. Most of the time, I end up enjoying myself, but I truly just like hanging out at home. With the extra time off of work I've had, I've been working really hard on putting together a six week coaching program that can be done self paced or one on one sessions with me personally, and it's coming in January. My hope in this program is to show you a new way of eating so that you can come to a healthy, balanced diet full of nutrients so that if you are having a lot of symptoms that stem from anxiety or PTSD, they can actually calm down. I have been using this program, Minus the Coaching, for the last 30 days, and I can tell you that I am beyond happy with the results. My mind has so much clarity, my brain isn't talking to me as much at night, I'm sleeping through the night, and I've lost a few pounds. The program encompasses a healthy diet, mindset work, coaching, and digging deeper into the root causes of what is holding you back from the greatness that you want in your life. If you're interested, please subscribe on my website, JeanetteGregory.com, and you'll get a small portion of the course delivered to your email as a gift for signing up, and it will automatically put you on the wait list. I can't wait. But to get to the episode, today I wanted to take a look at why you maybe or have in the past been self-sabotaging your goals. Have you ever noticed that about 30 days into something, whatever it is that you're doing, losing weight, uh, exercising, anything, anything goal-related, right? You start to question what you're really doing. The results are minimal, you're tired, and you have put your mind and body through this journey, and you're uncomfortable, even if you don't know it. Maybe you're even wondering why you even started this whole thing in the first place because you haven't even seen results yet. Or maybe life's little things are getting in your way. You have laundry to do, grocery shopping, you have no groceries in the house, therefore you can't eat anything healthy or good for you right now. Or maybe you're hitting that snooze button in the morning. Your thoughts are probably, maybe I'll do blah, 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 blah instead, right? Or maybe you're telling yourself, damn, I look great and feel great and I deserve to have... insert whatever it is there I hear you (laughs) that my friend is your critter brain talking to you in three very different and real ways I have one of those two a little critter and when I'm on a roll it gets me I have recently quit drinking for an undetermined amount of time and on Thanksgiving my critter brain said well I mean it's Thanksgiving girl celebrate you have done so well. One glass of wine isn't going to be a big deal. Come on, have the wine. If you can relate, keep listening. There are typically three reasons why you sabotage your own goals. Number one, there's something more important that you're letting get in the way or you're convincing yourself that it's more important and it's getting in the way. You desire acceptance and feel that by forgetting your goals, it's gonna give you acceptance by the people around you. Or number three, I've been good and I deserve more, right? Or I deserve to backslide a little bit. I deserve whatever it is, right? So let's tackle the first one. You're making things more important than your goals. Have you ever done that? I know I have, and sometimes it's legit. I have a lot of appointments and things that come up kind of all at the same time, it seems like. I'll go through like days of nothing is happening and then I have, you know, five appointments all in one day and then I got to take somewhere, somebody somewhere, you know. My life can be real calm and then go crazy real quick and the easiest thing to do is to find convenience even though for most things we know these appointments, places to be, all that stuff is coming. We just don't prepare for them for whatever reason. And this is when we grab food that doesn't give us energy or we're stressed out and eat or we simply don't eat because we forgot or want to hit our goals. So we think that maybe skipping a meal or an exercise or whatever is like the thing. Does that sound like you? (laughs) To help you out, Um, preparation is the key here and know that your critter brain is trying to get you to fall off track so that you can be in the balance that you once were. The only thing is, is when you put other things in front of your goals, you may feel guilty or like you failed. So being self-aware that this is happening or that this has happened to you, be kind to yourself and know that what happened, you can't change. But you can make better choices for your next meal, workout, journaling, I don't know, whatever it is that you have your goals for. Just because you slid off track for like a second doesn't mean that you can't make a choice to get right back on track as soon as the next time or the next availability for that to happen comes around. So what can you do to avoid this? Like I said, preparing ahead of time is one way. For example, if you know you have somewhere to be and it's going to take you all day, pack some snacks and things for you to eat while you're away. If you have something that happens at the last minute, you can't work out, switch your rest days so that you can stay on track. Be creative here. The point is to be kind to yourself and know that things are going to come up. And if you can plan for them, try and find simple, sustainable ways of managing these obstacles while also knowing that this can be a way that you sabotage yourself. Sometimes, and this is the second reason, sabotage comes from your friends or family and family not being ready for you to change. They may feel threatened or jealous that you are up leveling them and you are making their critters go crazy so that you know they're thinking that you want to bring them down. This may look like them trying to sabotage your goals. Sometimes it can come from your own fear of not being accepted, and that's very important for us humans. We want our family and friends to accept us as we are. You take this fear and internalize it and sabotage your efforts and goals in the name of being loved by those around you. Things are going to shift when you make a shift. It's only natural for these things to change. Has there ever been a time where you could feel yourself feeling some kind of way about your tribe, not being supportive of your goals? In the six-week coaching program that I'm starting in January, we dig deeper into this and figure out where these feelings originated from and how you can overcome these feelings of inadequacy, disappointing others, or self-doubt that you may be carrying with you. In episode one, I talked about having to give up time with friends and all of that in order to reach my goals. I was challenged by my friends all the time because I was changing and growing and internally this was different for them and they didn't like it. Things were good the way that they were. And why would Jeanette want to change that? I remember being in the office and my friends kind of cackling at me that I was eating so healthy, you know, I was getting too skinny. They were just like these snide off the wall comments that would make me kind of feel bad and just want to forget all of it. Like I just wanted to like, okay, fine, I'll be normal but I knew that wasn't right for me either. And I started to get insecure around them, but instead of allowing them to get me down, I found ways to join them. I asked them out to eat and ate foods that I wanted. I learned two valuable lessons here with this whole experience with my friends, that I have the power to choose what I wanna do with my life, and the people around me just wanted to know that I was there for them and that I wasn't gonna leave them behind. Naturally, there are some people that you may leave behind, but it doesn't have to be that way for everyone in your life. Sometimes the call is on you to be creative to make sure that they don't feel left behind. The third way is thinking to yourself that you have done great and you deserve a little break and you get to do whatever the activity is that you want to do, right? This kind of boils down to a root of fear in your life. Sometimes you are feeling so good that in a way it's unfamiliar to you and your critter kind of freaks out and says, hey, wait a minute here. We're changing and this is strange. Let's go back to feeling normal. We like that. Go back to that. Right? So this is where you take a step back and realize that this is another way that self-sabotage is sneaking into your life. This is the time to go back to the goal or the vision that you had about yourself in the last episode and reconnect with your big motivating factor. This is something that I'm also going to dig deeper on in the six-week course, but go back to the reasons why you wanted to achieve this in the first place. Let's take weight, for example, right? Food has so much energy for so many people. It's a great way to gather and to connect. Humans have been bonding over food since the beginning of time. I mean, even Jesus ate with his people and he ate with them often. Food can create a form of a bond, and the same can be said in regard to alcohol. Alcohol is most often a community activity. There's a bonding that is generated with that too, right? So here you are changing up the status quo by eating a healthier, happier diet, but there is something lost there. Maybe you don't go to the pub anymore. Maybe you don't gather for you know, fast food lunches with your friends or whatever the thing is that's changing. Maybe you don't want to eat out at all because you find peace in cooking your own meals. Whatever it is, like I said, you're changing things up for those that love you. At the end of the day, they kind of have to adjust to you, right? So let's change the script. What can you do to create a win-win in your situation so that you can have inevitable success? What would other people benefit from you following through on your goal and not getting distract- and you not getting distracted with anything other than your goal? Let me know. DM me on Instagram at prettynena, P-R-E-T-T-Y-N-E-N-A. It's in the show notes. Or use my contact page and let me know. I would really love to connect with you. Know that all three of these forms of self-sabotage do stem from fear. Change is scary because to some degree it's unknown, but know that the changes that you want to make in your life are good. When the self-sabotage critter comes into your mind, you now have some tools to squash it and tell him to go the heck home. (laughs) The last thing I want to do is read a quick passage from the Earl Nightingale book, The Strangest Secret*. I hope this is legal. I think because I referenced him, it's okay. I'll put the thing in the show notes too. The link to the video is in the show notes if you want to take a listen. Believe and succeed. William Shakespeare put it this way, quote, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. George Bernard Shaw said, quote, people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are, I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstances they want and if they can't find them, make them. Well, it's pretty apparent, isn't it? And every person who discovered this for a while believed that they were the first to work it out. We become what we think about. It stands to reason that a person who is thinking about a concrete and worthwhile goal is going to reach it because that's what he's thinking about and we become what we think about. Conversely, the person who has no goal, who doesn't know where they are going, and whose thoughts must therefore be thoughts of confusion, anxiety, fear, and worry becomes what they think about. Their life becomes one of frustration, fear, anxiety, and worry. And if we think about nothing, we become nothing. That is it, and that is what I will leave you with for this week. Next week we're going to start talking about food and I just want to let you know that this is going to be a build-up to the release of the course. So each of these tenants are like a small snippet of what the course is going to look like and a little bit of kind of like details about what the course is. You can sign up to be on the wait list and get a piece of the course if you get on my email list. All of the links are in the show notes and my Instagram is there too. If you want to connect with me that way, Um, just whatever works for you. I'm available on Instagram and on my website. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I'm so excited to come back next week to talk about food. Bye.